since we're still here, let's do get, the uh, let's do black what's Panther the next, versus no. Uh, let's do Batman. the next property. Which is the next? Property? What what are you what guys? What next black property you want to see on film? What do I want to see on film? What next one? None. Yeah. Uh, Why not? There's no other black characters you want to see. Of course, no? of course. No, that's not true. Name one. I mean, we wanted originally Luke Cage, but Luke Cage is now on TV, right? We wanted originally. Um, um let's do the show. Let's well, do the show. show. I, I want to hear what you who you want to see. Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Okay, everybody, we've been talking about this for quite a while. You know, and we're trying to figure out who should be the next character made into a movie. You know, naturally a brother. Or it could be someone else who's been overlooked naturally over by, by Marvel. Cal, Petey are all here. Once again, spin a rack in. What do you think, guys? Well, I think a lot of people are talking about what's next, and they go to they go to all the obvious ones. Oh, we got the we got the Falcon, we got um, Nick Fury, we got all these guys that are already sitting around there that we can put into. And it's like, I don't know that the black, I don't know if the Falcon, or even the new Nick Fury, because it's not the same guy. Right. So you can't draw on all the stuff in the '60s that Steranko did, and you have you know Sam Jackson doing the same look for his new Shaft thing. So it's like. We can't really do a, a Nick Fury film. So there's a ton of other comic properties that you could do. As far as Marvel, and I'm not talking just Marvel, because all of Hollywood is going to be like, um, let's, what's the next guy? we got to find the next guy. And one of the problems is, and you have, with DC, you have Cyborg, which has, the guy has a great voice. He has some sort of presence. So I didn't think Cyborg was going to work at Neither all. Neither did I. He but I was like, wow, this guy, is he sounds pretty good. And the tech is fine. And then at the end, they gave him a real outfit that looked better than what we saw in the movie. So it's like, DC has something to play there. But we also have to worry about, you know, like getting the Meteor Mans to lesser extent, you know, Blank Man, something like that, where someone just throws out these properties that don't work. And, you know, luckily we had Blade that said, hey, it already works. This works. Let's not just throw it away. So... Instead of, uh, we just, I'm just going to put out what I have. So what I've always said, since we already have a ton of Frank Miller properties, first off, I need Martha Washington to be made into a film. Especially in the times like they are today. I don't know about you haven't Have you read it? I read one. I was totally disappointed. I was like, what the heck is going on here, bro? I got two. Let me finish. You, you, then you didn't read it. You only read it. I said, Joe, <laughs> You got to read a miniseries. So then, but it's basically this, you know, she starts out, it, they started the idea of having a, you know, sorry, let's have a, a hero who's female, black, and poor. And that's the start of it. And then from there, she basically becomes the greatest American hero of the time. And it also goes into space. There's a ton of stuff that happens. But it's like, since you already have property that are already out there, you could do that. But then the other thing is that you have people like, um, who was it, Neil Gaiman and Mike Mignola, who basically are going through a ton of tons of folklore doing like maybe over 200 issues of story where they're just pulling stuff out of nowhere and Mike Mignola pulled out for Hellboy he retold the African myth of Makoma which is basically 
this um, this African guy who has his hammer and basically slays all these big monsters throughout Africa. And then he, I guess he, he there's something that happens in the end, but it's spoiling it. But I'm like saying, this folk, this thing is just sitting there and it's like a two-issue story, but it's like the way, who's it, uh, Richard Corbin draws it. And Hellboy is the character. You don't see Macoma as a character until the end when he dies. And it's like, this is just sitting here to you. So it's like usually somebody comes on and they throw out, oh, let's do the Falcon. There's a ton of things you can pull out to do the next one. Don't blow it and just f say, oh, see, the black characters don't really work. It, you know, it's, it's ebbed and flowed. It's already gone. You know, we had to find the next guy. And I know this is good. Don't just go for, as, as our boy Cal says, the low-hanging fruit. Don't go for that. There's good stuff out there and get it. Do you have any? Yeah, I got a couple right Ooh, here. Don't so say I'm, the Falcon. I'm not going to say the Falcon, <laughs> dude. I mean, I got to say, one of my all-time favorites from when I was a kid was, oh, a little older than a kid, was Static Shock. I think Static has the ability to, to, to yeah, when I was a kid. You know, just when we were a kid, you know? Static oh, Shock. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right where Cal is you know? right now. <laughs> I like Static Shock. I think Static Shock is something that should come back out. You know, I have no idea why it's not. It's no longer around. The show, the, the cartoon was enjoyable, and I think bringing him to the big screen would be a very interesting thing, especially as part of the whole DC universe. That I think will be a fantastic thing. Also, I it, this is not really a DC. This is not really a combo character, but you know, the guy who's playing in American Gods, um, Anansi the Spider. I would love to see a movie made just with him, basically, you know, using the, the Neil Gaiman model of Anansi the Spider. Yeah. So that, I think, would be something that would be, and that's a famous African character, the Anansi the Spider, who's a trickster, and it's in West Africa, it's huge and stuff like that. Those are definitely two characters, too. But, you know, let's not just limit it to that. I would like to see uh, also um, the character of, um, not Mulan, yes, it's Mulan, also, but they're doing a story right now. I think Disney's going to, Disney or Sony is doing a, a live action, yeah, doing a live action yeah. which I think is fascinating, just taking from the cartoon, and that's based on, a, on a ancient, an ancient Chinese um, story that occurred. I think that would be fantastic to come to the, to, to the movies. But there's a couple others, let me just remember. But Petey, what do you think? Chad, what do you think? You're still mixing us up. Yeah, I know. It's just, you guys. It's the hair. You change, you change, you change size all the time. We haven't changed size once. <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm good. You're good. Yeah. I really, I really can't think of any character that's black, or in that vein. It doesn't have to necessarily be black. If there's anyone who you would not see in the traditional sense, like the only thing I ever wanted to cultures. see, I wanted to see Russell Wong, who's one of my favorite actors. I wanted to see him remake the Charlie Chan series. That's the only thing that, that's the only thing I ever wanted to do. And then I've had my own properties that I've been writing, which I can't tell you people about because people steal. I'm sorry. Love you, but you, you people One of them is pretty good. I think it's um, it could be a hit. Yeah, there was a if we can get some um, a couple of you know, you know a couple of things there, and then of course you know always tell people, look, if you want to see more characters like yourself, because you need to see more characters like yourself, create your own characters, and you know push those characters. The I mean, Paris Cullen was here a while ago, and uh, we had a great talk with him afterwards, which was very influential for me. But one of the things he noted. We were, uh, I, won't, I won't bring up the, uh, the name of the characters since it was a private conversation. Mm -hmm. But one of the things he was giving somebody some feedback on was that, hey, you know, of course these characters are not going to you know, be as successful as you would like them to be because who in the world would want to be this character? Mm -hmm. I was like, look what you got them doing. You're so busy trying to make this character relatable, which none of these characters are. <laughs> okay, they're not. People say, oh, I can relate to Spider-Man. The hell you can. 
Okay, you want to be Spider-Man. You connect to certain aspects of it because you like it and you can see yourself doing it, but you can't relate to that. Okay, that's just not going to happen. Most people will be psychologically damaged if they had to lose their uncle, get spider powers, keep it a secret, had to live this dual life. They would never. Most people have a hard enough time with the nine to five. Okay, so you know, but the whole idea is to create characters that people want. To be, people could see themselves. Look, I could see myself doing that. This is the guy who's always trying to do the right thing. He wants to save the world. He believes in people, or you know, he's going to make certain that justice happens, that nobody else is going to suffer like this again. Right now, people empathize with a lot of the villains because they do a very good job of making the villains three-dimensional, and the heroes are not, you know, are not rounded. But in that breath, if you want to see these characters, make your own characters. There's a, I mean, right now. I think there's more fertile ground. It's like the Wild West out there. There's more fertile ground out there for you to stake your intellectual claim. And all you have to do is be reasonable and realistic about it. If you want to make Hollywood type stuff, that may not happen. But if you want to produce these stories, get a following. That's very, very possible right now, so long as you're willing to do the legwork, you know, you know, and put your shoulder to the wheel. So that's pretty much what I would say. You want to see, you know, you want to see a Chinese character? Okay, and you don't even have to be Chinese. Make your own character. Okay, push the character, get it to the people. All right, do a good job with it. Make certain that that story. Make certain that story is not where somebody's looking at it like, oh no. Make certain no. I would love to be this character if I could trade places or if I could somehow jump into this text or jump on the film. I would love to have those particular adventures. Okay, that's what guys like me, guys who became Superman fans. We didn't come over and say, hey, look, I want to come from a, a foreign planet or an alien planet that blew up. But it was a sense of wonder. It was a sense of adventure that you got when you were reading and said, I wish I could go on adventures like this. Okay, I wish I had these abilities so I could see what I could actually do with them at the end of the day. Now do the same thing with your character. Is it wonder, okay, that you're going to be bringing to the people? Okay, is it pulp that you're going to be bringing to them? But go ahead and do it. If that's what you want to see, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah, and there are many examples. I gotta piggyback on what Cal is saying. You know, there are many of people that I know personally who've done movies. You know, we had someone who's going to be coming here, um, future shows, who's actually done a movie, several movies. He's done plays. We have um, Petey, who's done, who's been working on movies and has done his own screenplay. I've know a guy, another guy named Steve, who also does his own movies and has gotten rewards because of them. I mean, if you really want to do something and portray the the people or the stories that you think haven't been told. You can do it, but you just have to have the desire to continue to, 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 to flow through, no matter what adversities go through you. I mean, you can do very good movies, you can do very good books, you can do very good stories, but you have to want to do it. And the minute you start saying, well, there's something holding me back, or people out there stopping me you know, from doing what I need to do, then you know what? You've already defeated yourself. You're never going to go anywhere, because you're not going to push, you're not going to try, you're not going to connect with other people out there who could help you, or want to help you, okay? So definitely, I'm with you on that one there, 100% cop. But one story that I tell you that's been friggin' underserved that I really want to see is Zorro. I'm, I love Zorro as a kid, and I think they need to bring him back as a superhero, you know? You guys agree? Yes, but Zorro has to be a period piece. Please don't bring him to 2018 and put him on a motorcycle and say he's the modern Zorro. Why don't not? I mean, hook it up, <laughs> Zorro. Actually, you know, I actually had a story in line about that. Uh -huh. It was a time travel story for Zorro that somehow he gets sent to the future. And he's trying to get back. And, you know, at first, he, I was going to play on the first he comes here, and he's like, what the hell is going on? Mm -hmm. All this tech. And the guys are like, what are you going to do? But he doesn't miss a beat. But he doesn't go and, you know, get a phone or anything. He's still using the whip. He's still riding a horse. And he's able to bring justice all that. He just very quickly adapts. 
because I always found that Zoro was that character who, he never beat somebody by punching them. He just totally used the whole environment, outwitted them. Everything was like a weapon in Zoro's hands at that point. And I said, if he came to the future, he would do the same thing. And then at the end, Porto opens back up. He's like, Tornado! And he just rides back off. And that would have been my movie. That would have been the end I of think it. He I would modernize me, mine. I think he gave the whole plot just now. I so know. Because <laughs> I know they're talking to the young writers and, and producers that are coming up. But I know Hollywood is out there, so oh, yeah. we're coming for you. Can you, you please subscribe? Still... <laughs> 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 no, that's really good. I mean, you can see it visually and talking about using the space works for would work for a good film. And that's ultimately what we're sort of what I was trying to get from this episode is not just everyone, but like Hollywood. You can just you don't have to just say what is out there, we need to copy it and do a cynical Superman like Meteor Man. You can go and say, I need my own um, Norse gods. I need some African. And, and if you go through like different books in Africa, there's a ton of things that's out there that you can, like I think at one point my mother was pushing where me and um, another friend were working on something. She was like, here, look at all these kings. We should sort of do a comic book of that stuff. And I was just like, and I was buzzing over it. And then me and the friend did it, something different. But there's a lot of properties out there. And, and you see how... You know, anyone, you know, that was that was a really good pitch. And it's an inst instant pitch that works. And it's like, you're saying, well, I'm not interested in doing a futuristic Zorro. But this is where the, all the beats are. And it's like, I already got it all in my head. <laughs> I got three acts. I got all the plot points. <laughs> and, that thing, and that's what I think you should also factor in when you're doing the next property. And not just going, let's do a Falcon and put him in there. Like, no, well, let's... Not a supporting character, though you can build up a supporting character like Wolverine or Professor X and make them into solo characters. Try to make sure you have a fully developed solo character that has their own history and then make the film, not just jumping in. And then once that happens and that fails, the Falcon fails, and then you say black films aren't working anymore. I can't go with that. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. I never believed that. I mean, I had, you know, I wrote a novel years ago, and I've just been sitting on it for years. Mm -hmm. But I always believe, look, is the story strong enough? You know, you can go there. You know, I had already done, I mean, same thing. I had already gone and I had looked through certain stories, and I found one. I was like, I love this. And I was like, why do I love this story? Because it's, like, it's King Arthur. Okay, it's King Arthur, but it's a different King Arthur. And, I, and then I kept realizing, wait a minute, these type of stories keep popping up all over the place. Every country has its, uh, every country has that, that, that pivotal hero. Like in the States, I would say it's Superman. In England, it's King Arthur. You go to France, it's Joan of Arc. Uh, you know, you go to Ethiopia, it's Tawadros, those, those type of characters. But they all have that same thread through them. What is this guy going to do? They're going to make certain that the people are safe at the end of the day. Or you have the trickster character. In uh, West Africa, you have a Nazi. And uh, with Native Americans here, it would be a coyote. Uh, Loki with the Norse gods, but you have those trickster characters too. So I always just looked and said, look, it doesn't, all that other stuff, the stories that we like transcend all the cosmetic right. visuals, okay, that we uh, seem to be fixate, uh, fixated on. So you could do that. If you want to tell a Thunder God story, you could easily go, uh, what's the West African God, Shango? You could, you know, go and do that with him. And I thought the biggest thing that always reminded me of it was, and this was years ago, they did uh, Shaka Zulu, and this was Five Nights. 10 hours? Yeah. It was five nights, 10 hours, and it did phenomenally well in terms of the ratings. Yes. That means everybody was watching mm -hmm. it, okay? They had the pomp, they had <laughs> they had the regalia, the history. Shaka Zulu was not this incredibly good guy, you know. He, you know, he, this guy was like very murderous at the end of the day, mm -hmm. but they told the entire story. And, you know, I mean, 
you know, the language, you know, the, the culture, the people, it was all genuine at the end of the day. And they lit it there. So I was, I remember that. When anytime people were like, well, you know, we can't get those type of things. I was like, you did it here. <laughs> you did 10 <laughs> yeah. hours of it right over yes, here. Yeah. The only thing was, Shaka Zulu, his story was big enough for 10 hours. Then it become, okay, who else can we do that's big enough for 10 hours? Like, well... And, but then it's also somebody who has the drive behind it, and you want to tell a good story. The guys who were involved with that film, you know there were sequels to that thing? I didn't realize that. I didn't know that, no. There were sequels to, I didn't know how they did a sequel to Shaka Zulu when he died in the movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they decided, hey, look, everybody loved it. They actually made some sequels to it. But th th there was such a drive to, they wanted to make that movie. They wanted to make a good movie. They wanted to have it balanced to the point that it was not going to assail anybody on either side, but still be historically accurate as possible. And I checked the history on it. Yeah, they really held it as tightly as they could. You know, they, they added mysticism in it. It was just a really big, and 10 hours. It wasn't two hours and like, okay, you know, we could have, no. 10 hours, they really laid that whole thing out. There was, because I, I mean, when I'm going over the history of the character, or rather it's a historical figure rather, and I was looking, I was like, yeah, they got everything in there. They got everything in there. So now when you come and, you know, we see Black Panther, I'm like, you know, we, they had Shaka Zulu back in the 1980s. It's just that nobody followed up with anything else. And they didn't follow up because there was nobody else thinking, are there any kings that I can write a story about or do a story about other than King Arthur? Is, is there a King Arthur? Like, is there a South American King Arthur I could do? Yeah. Can I do Montezuma, you know, or something? Mm -hmm. Can I do that? Can I do Hiawatha, who's like the Native American Hercules? What about Bolivar? Hmm? Simon Bolivar? Yeah. Oh, incredibly uh, fascinating. But you know, okay, okay, okay. I won't argue that? since I'm talking about one dictator we go to. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, uh, his name is escaping me now. I know you know. Uh, he lost, he, 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 did, he was the guy who was uh, the general in charge when they attacked the Alamo. Santa Ana? Yes, yeah, I would do him. Because they yeah. said that the, the strategy that he pulled off, he was like comparable to Napoleon. You know, so I would love to see that. To be honest, I would love to see a great Napoleon film again. I've always been very enthusiastic about reading and watching him. I, I love the, uh, I just love the, the, the mentality of the guy. Okay, this was somebody who saw how the landscape was changing, and he said, it's all up for grabs. I'm taking everything. Where somebody else was like, I'll take this one. No, 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 Napoleon was like, I'm going to take all of this. And, no, I'm going to take this too. He, he was, I just, I mean, when I was in uh, France and I got to see his tomb, the huspa on this dude. And the, the tomb they put him in was like a pharaonic tomb. And they put him in this after he was dead. Okay, after he was dead, he was repatriated to France. And that's the tomb that he gave him. I was floored. I hadn't seen, I didn't see something like that in terms of a tomb in Egypt. Okay, and that's what he got at the end of the day. That's a really big story that you can come over with. But they're all over the world. All yeah, over the world, yeah. you can you can take the pick and choose the, from the, them. The sisters well, against the Chinese. Mm -hmm. You have, I mean, it's all over the nation. The, the the national stories, basically, and that'd be great to do stories like that. Uh, it would definitely bring people. Uh, I mean, again, Mulan was a huge hit when it came out. You know, no one really knew about that story, but it's a big story in the West, in the, in the East, and you have now Sony. Like I said, they're doing a live. I think they did a live action, right? Did yeah, they do yeah. a live action? They haven't done a live Disney's action. Disney's doing a live action, but I think Sony may have, because there's one that's on Disney the, owns uh, that, so I think it has to be No, with they Disney. own Disney Mulan, but Mulan in itself is just a story. Uh, it's just like a regular story there's that was done. Two different things I've been hearing. There's a film and there's a musical, and she's already been live action because they have this, uh, what's this show, Once Upon a Time, where Disney, it's, a, yeah. it's on Seven, and they take pretty much all the Disney characters and they're on the show. So she's already been represented in live action on that show. Well... That adds, because I'm, I love the way this has gone and broadened past with just doing superhero characters saying, you know, you can do 
you can do so much other stuff. But the that's the part of a lot of the people like Neil Gaiman and Mike Mignola. They're going through the folklore, and it's like, here's my character, and I'm going to put him through all these characters that are sitting, you know, that are that are there that are of use to you. So I, I wouldn't. I think it's. I think it's. I just don't think small. You know, think of the aspects of what's worked, and you can have these other characters that um, that could be so great on film. And that's what when you were talking about historical, I immediately thought of Three Hundred, only because Frank Miller didn't follow the story or follow the armor, but he said this. You know, for his own dramatic sense, he was so he said Millerized, but I could also say he Hollywoodized it. So when they saw it, they were like, "Oh, this is sort of what we did." But even more, because we don't, we they don't even have the armor on. The chest is out in the comic, and then they say, "Oh, we're just going to add a little bit of things on the shoulders." The comic, so, the guy was walking naked. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's like they were like Spartan, like mm -hmm. really Spartan. <laughs> so you got a thing where it's like they took a, a property and just played it up for fun, and kept some aspects in there, but then made it play well for film. So that's what we're talking about here. So you don't have to immediately go for the easiest thing and say, you know what, I need to do, I need to, what's out there? Let's let's get the, and I keep throwing the Falcon in there, but it's like he was a, definitely a supporting character, and he, the Black Panther has at least like five different series going on of stuff to draw from to say he can work as a character. And I liked him in the Fantastic Four and the Avengers, so I don't need even need to see all that stuff to say it was going to work, but it worked. So you know, go out there and search for stuff, and the producers, the fans, but don't just immediately say, who's out, who, what, what black character? Oh, Misty Knight. Let's make her, like, not the Misty Knight that we see here, <laughs> that we haven't seen her do anything. Now she can't just start, like, she just got beat up by Cottonmouth, and she's left on the side in the alleyway. We need to see the, if we had the real one, you got to wait some time before you get to do the stuff that Misty Knight did in the comic. It's going to be yeah. a long wait because I yeah. saw the bionic arm they wanted to give her. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> so don't go for the easy stuff. You can, there's other stuff out there. You can make your own characters or use some of the other comic characters that are out there. Well, gentlemen, we definitely was a pretty expansive conversation. As always, Spin Rack is here to, in, to entertain and to inform. Spin Rack out.